welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast where we give you tangible, actionable tips to lead your best life. Now we do this through bi-weekly coaching episodes and bi-weekly interviews with women who are leading extraordinary lives. So today on the podcast is a coaching episode, but first I want to let you know that the Girl Tries Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Now if you want to listen to any of the Alberta Podcast members on the go, the best way to do that is through the CKUA app. So that's where all of the podcasts can be found as well as you can listen to music. So whether it's alternative, blues, Celtic, country, jazz, classical, bluegrass, roots, folk, you name it. CKUA programming is infused with insider stories that connect you to the music that you love. And now you can carry that connection around with you wherever you go with the CKUA app. So I will link to that in today's show notes, which can be found at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash 71 episode 71. Now, the Alberta Podcast Network is powered by ATB. So given that today's episode is all about how to choose your mind frame, I kind of want to definitely throw that out for entrepreneurs. If you are starting to build a business, ATB's Entrepreneur Center is a great resource. So they can help you out with banking and set you up with a mentor. Mentors help you get in the right frame of mind for business. And there's also opportunities for networking, workshops, and they help you make local connections within the community. So it's just another way that ATB will always be more than a bank and you can find their locations in Edmonton, Calgary, and Lethbridge. I've been to the Entrepreneur Center here in Calgary and it is phenomenal, such a great resource. Now for today's episode, I want to start out with a quote by Viktor Frankl. So the quote is that everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. Now, if you haven't heard of Viktor Frankl, he was a survivor of Auschwitz, a psychiatrist and a neurologist who went on to write Man's Search for Meaning. Now, I start with his quote because I can't think of a better human being to ground today's session in. Now, I want to talk to you about how you have the ability to choose your own frame of mind. So have you ever met people who are constantly miserable, who seem to have perpetual bad luck, or who seem to be magnets for negativity? We all have, right? Now, hopefully these people aren't major forces in your life, but if they are, today might be especially meaningful for you. I truly believe that those people are in a negative state, not only because of what is happening to them, but because of how they're choosing to respond. So let's pause for a second. Is how we respond to any given situation a choice? It sure is. So unless we're talking about a physiological response, how you respond emotionally, intellectually, verbally, these are all choices. Now, it just takes some awareness and a little training to remind yourself that they're choices. So let's rewind for a second. In 2016, the company that I worked for underwent major changes and at least a third of the staff were laid off. Now, I remember the day of the layoffs vividly. Some people responded loud and emotionally, hurling their anger at the poor HR people and management that had to deliver that message. Others sobbed silently in denial that this had happened to them. Others yet were in shock. Now, some of these reactions are physiological. There isn't much you can do if your body is going into shock. And the idea of losing your income, your livelihood, how you provide for your family is definitely the kind of thing that can push people over the edge. But now let's fast forward two or three weeks from the day of the layoffs. When talking to people, I saw two pretty diverse reactions. There were the people who were in a heavy state of bitterness who were feeling hard done by and angry beyond belief. And I get it. 
But then there were the people who were hitting the pavement, who had taken some time to think through what had happened to them, and who were choosing to make the most out of the situation and find some meaning in it. Now, were the second group of people just kinder, gentler souls? No, not in my experience. What the second group of people were is purposeful in making the decision not to fall into despair. They recognized that they may have no control over being laid off, but they did have control over how they faced the challenge ahead of them. So not dissimilar to Viktor Frankl, who survived a concentration camp. It's not that he didn't have bad days. It's not that there weren't times where he definitely got down, but he chose to find meaning. And when you choose to find meaning and purpose, it changes the game. So I want to talk about some of the strategies that you can use to switch up your frame of mind. So first, move your body. (laughs) Now, that might sound silly, but have you ever been in a bad mood and then you hear your favorite toe-tapping song? You can't help but swivel a little in your chair or bounce your shoulders. Physical movement can change up your body chemistry. So if you're in a negative mental space, move your body. Go for a run if that's your thing, or do a five-minute workout, or a yoga move, or dance, or shake your butt, or go for a walk. The key is to switch up whatever state your body is in. Just going to pause and say, if you hear a little gurgling in the background, that is because this is the only time I can record with my little baby girl chilling out on the mat next to me, so I hope you're all okay with it. Now, the second strategy is gratitude. It is impossible to be grateful and negative at the same time. Go ahead, try it. I dare you. Practicing gratitude might feel corny to some if you've never done it before, but try to take a few minutes to slow down, switch gears, and make a very specific list of that which you are grateful for right in this moment. Maybe it's your health, or maybe it's the cuddle you had with your cat this morning. For me, my daily coffee usually falls into my gratitude bucket because man, do I ever love and appreciate my coffee. It doesn't have to be huge or significant, but we have far more to be grateful for than we ha- than we take the time to appreciate. Next is to focus on your why. So ask any entrepreneur, nonprofit worker, etc. The path to achieving their mission or success can be long and arduous. So how do you get through those tough times? You focus on your why, why you began this work, why you began this journey in the first place. Is your toddler throwing the mother of all meltdowns? (laughs) I'm experiencing this on the regular. Remember your why as a parent. When my kid freaks out, I try my best to remember that these moments are short-lived. And in the long run, I am striving to raise thoughtful, impactful, empathic kids. Next strategy, assume the best. Often our reaction is based on our assumptions. So if I come into a conversation with someone and I have a preconceived notion of how it's going to go, that's going to affect my responses. If you choose to assume the worst, you'll automatically be on the defense. However, if you choose to assume that people have the best of intentions, whether they do or don't, you will approach situations with more calm and more empathy. If nothing else, it's good for your mental health. Reframe. So if in doubt, reframe. One of the most common things that I hear from people is that they don't have time for self-care. I'm too busy, they say. I've got too much on my plate. I'm not saying that they don't. Heck, my to-do list is a mile long. But if we reframe self-care as an investment in ourselves so that we can better serve others, that automatically puts it into a different, less guilt-ridden category. Another great reframe that I heard in a recent podcast interview I recorded is that I've done enough for today. 
Now, how incredibly freeing is that? Yes, there's always more that we could pile onto our lives, especially women, but to be kind enough to yourself to say that you've done enough for the day and step back. Just having that, (laughs) reframing that, having that frame of mind already makes me feel lighter and better. Find the opportunity. So the economy sucks. That's just the way it is. There is this global discord and scary things happening That's the truth. And we can't change those things, but we can look for the opportunities to do good, be better, and make an impact. So for example, the biggest lesson that I learned from the layoffs at a previous employer is that regardless of how hard you work, how good you are at your job, you can always be let go. And even though I chose to leave, going forward, I have had it in my mind that there is this opportunity for me to always have a side business or a skill set so that I have more control over my income. Now, the opportunity is that I now refuse to rely on someone else solely for my income, and I'm instead training and teaching myself how to become more independent and in control, find the opportunity even in those challenging situations. Now, take a physical break. So this is especially helpful when you're in the midst of heated or challenging scenarios that involve other people. Physically removing yourself from a situation allows you breathing room and time to get a little perspective. Let's be honest, I have totally had arguments with my husband before. (laughs) I remember one rough one in particular. Looking back, I think we were having a major blowout about household chores, believe it or not. But we both chose to leave the home and go for our own separate walks. It wasn't like, hey, I never want to see you again. It was just like, hey, I need some space. Now, two hours later, when we were both home, we had gotten the necessary space to think through what had been said and to come up with a plan of action to remedy the scenario. Physical distance from a chaotic situation can make a huge difference. It can be two minutes in the bathroom stall or it can be a walk, but you often need to physically remove yourself. Fresh air. Now, we all know that being in nature and fresh air is good for us. It's scientifically actually been proven that time spent in forests, in lush forests, is really good for your mental health. Now, I don't have to dive too deep on this one, but the example that I will share is that when my son was going through a near six months of colic, it nearly tore me apart. So like power to all the moms who are dealing with colicky babies. He would cry for hours at a time and I literally wanted to run away. But instead, I chose to strap him into the stroller, plug in a podcast and walk outside in the fresh air. I couldn't change the fact that he was trying that he was crying. Trust me, I tried everything, but I could give myself the fresh air and movement that I needed to keep myself from a pit of despair. Breathe in, breathe out, and repeat. Transition. So especially for those who work from home or stay-at-home moms even, you need to find, stay-at-home parents, I should say, you need to find better transitions between work and home or caring for kids and your personal life if you want to get in the right frame of mind because you need to be in the right frame of mind whether it's for parenting partnering working or just being kind to yourself and one of my favorite ways to do this is to have a musical cue so one of my coaching clients I had her do this at the end of her work day she worked from home and it did wonders because it put it put a close on that working day that was how she finished her working day and it became a cue to move into her evening mode So there you have it. Choosing your frame of mind can be difficult, but it can be done. And it is like so many of these things in coaching, I say it's like a muscle. You need to work that muscle. And the more you do it, the easier it's going to get. I promise you. 
So if you want to refer back to any of these strategies, uh, please do so. Go to girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast forward slash 71 and you'll find everything. You'll find the transcript of everything we've talked about there. Now, last thing I would ask is that if you're enjoying or finding any value in these podcast episodes, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review or on Stitcher or whatever, whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. I would also love to know how you're switching up your frame of mind. So tag me on social media at Girl Tries Life. I'm pretty much at Girl Tries Life on every platform. Uh, and let me know what you're doing to switch up your frame of mind this week. I would love to hear from you or leave a comment on the show notes. So I'm very excited. Uh, we've got some phenomenal guests lined up for the rest of, I mean, I've got a good three months planned out. We've got a phenomenal artist. We've got an intuitive eating coach. We have my sister-in-law is actually coming on the podcast to talk about a number of topics. We've got a photographer, an online entrepreneur. We have so many great guests lined up. So I'm very excited. And uh, yeah, Last, last thing I would ask, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you've already left a review, fantastic. If reviews aren't your thing, tell a friend about the podcast. If there's someone that you think might find value and might enjoy the podcast, please share it with them. Now, have a fantastic week and try and choose a different frame of mind this week. All the best. All the best.